We did chapter uh we did verse 10 last week. But I want to read that again and we'll go from 10 to 17 today. Or yes, 10 to 18. Chapter 6 10 verse 10 to 17, right? 17. Right, right. Yeah, 7. We'll stop at 18. Yeah. Sorry, my English was yeah. I don't know. Until 18. We'll do 18, from 18 next week, yeah. Okay, okay. so yeah, let me just, just read it and, and we'll get started. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Let me pray. Father God, there, there is a lot that goes on in our lives. May your truth speak to us today to strengthen us. And stand firmly on your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So many of you may, may have read this, heard this before, maybe even memorized parts of this. But I want to start with the context of, of why Paul is talking about this in the first place. Right, because as we notice right before this, we were talking about mutual submission. Right, how to serve one another. 
And that was because of love, the unity of the church that Paul wants us to keep. And that stems from the unsurpassing love of God. Right, so he starts off right very grand in Ephesians 1, right? Of, of this glorious God who raised Jesus from the dead and gives us the Holy Spirit to now carry us through in this present age. And then, so he goes on to talk about the unity of the church. This is very important for Paul. Right, which is one of the main themes in Ephesians and maybe throughout Scripture. And he says, when we start to mutually submit to one another, there will be it will be hard. There will be challenges. And as we talked about last week, right, we're, we're so different, even in, within our families, that when we come across differences in the church, it becomes very difficult or very challenging at times. Right, we have personality differences. We have background, like family, cultural differences. And we all have different issues that we carry along with us, whether we like it or not. And so all of that put together, when we're trying to create, keep, protect this unity of the church, it will raise some challenges. And what Paul says in this section is that when we face those challenges in the church, in our families, it is actually not a personal, physical battle that we're doing. It may feel that way, of course. Right, because we are physical beings, there are physical people that we're relating to, and, and it will feel very, very physical, very personal. 
力の生身の肉体を持った人間ですし、まあ、向かい合ってる人も一つの人間の,この生身の人間ですからお互いにこの目に見えるものですごくそこに縛られて考えがちなんですね。But what Paul is saying is that there is another dimension, there's a spiritual dimension to the challenges we are facing here on earth. And in order to sort of fight this battle against the evil one, there are some spiritual things that Paul wants to talk about in this section. And the first thing he wants us to know is that it's not on our power that we do this, it's God's power. Right, that is the overall sort of verse 10 is the kind of summary of what Paul wants to say. This is what we must do is to strengthen ourselves in God. But what does that look like? So Paul is going to get really practical in these next verses on how to do that, how to put on God's power. Okay, so that's what we want to talk about today. So the first thing Paul says is that the devil has certain schemes, he has a strategy to attack us. And that he is striking, he, he is striking every time, he is ready to strike at us. It's not that if he is gonna, he's, he is striking us. So Paul is saying, okay, look, if the devil has that, if he has a strategy, we too should have a strategy too. Do we have a plan when the devil strikes? And this is, this is what I mean. For example, we, during our day, if, if you kind of map out your day, your week, you, you find out maybe when you are most vulnerable. Okay, and kind of you can do it mentally or kind of you know do it on a piece of paper when you get home or just kind of you know jot, jot it down. When, when am I most prone to like susceptible to temptation or being angry or whatever it is, your weakness? 
when, when is it during my day, during my week? ま、それ頭の中で考えていただいてもいいし、何かに書き出したら図で is it like when I first come home until dinner time, like that 30 minutes, is, is, that, is that the time when I'm most susceptible? Or is it like the 30 minutes before I go to bed? Is that the most susceptible time? For maybe some of us, it may be in the morning when we first wake up and we're still kind of groggy and, you know, kind of brushing our teeth, getting ready for the day. And when is it like maybe Saturday, Sunday? It's a maybe little different schedule too. Right? Just just know when when are, when are these times? to make a plan so that you can prevent this from happening in the future. で、だから自分の場合はどこが一番なんか自分の弱さっていうのが出るのかなとか起こりやすくなってるとかそういうことを見つけたならば将来これから先にそこに私たちの敵から攻撃を受けないためにそういう時はどうしたらいいのかと
then in times of those weakness, it will help you. And Paul will give us six ways, six things that he's going to, six concepts he will talk about. And the first one is truth. The first is truth, and truth, of course, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Right, the truth stems from Jesus. Right, truth is such a slippery word these days. Right, it's truth has kind of become relativized. It's become like relative to each person. Right, it's kind of hard to answer the question is there any objective truth now? Right, and, and yes, there is. It's called scripture. It's the word of God. But the difficulty is that we as humans, we are reading scripture and we interpret it differently. Right, as soon as it, it touches human, human minds, it becomes subjective. But this right here, this is objective truth that we can stand on. And we must always have this truth with us at all times. It's our belt. Right, the next thing is righteousness that Paul talks about. Right, and this, this all sorry, comes under plan of attack. Righteousness, righteousness is also, again, kind of this sort of abstract concept. But when Paul talks about righteousness, it's usually about righteous behavior. How, how do we act righteously? Right, sometimes it's the righteousness of God, but here it's our righteousness. How do we live up to God's standards? Right, are we living every day in God's will according to His standards? Right, 
Right? Are we letting God's righteousness sort of fill our minds, fill our bodies, so that it becomes our behavior outwardly? So that's truth, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. And then the next one's interesting. It, it talks about the gospel of peace. And he talks about this as sandals on our feet. What's interesting is that when I usually go, not necessarily to battle, but in, in an argument with my wife or with somebody. <laughs> Right, and, and think about you know your your own selves and, and you know anybody you have arguments with. Right, and and maybe you know you, you had a difficult um you 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 going you're going into a difficult argument, a situation sometime this week, perhaps. Okay. How would you enter into that argument? Now, for, for me, I usually, okay, I, I, I prepare my speech, so to speak. Okay, I, I know I am right. I, I, I have some certain plans. I, I have to be right. Right, so, and I'm trying to persuade, convince the other person that I'm right. Because I want to win the argument. But what Paul says here is very interesting. He says when you're going into battle, put on peace. When I go into battle, I want the most powerful weapon in my hand. Paul says no, go in with peace. Isn't that interesting? If the next time we have an argument, instead of trying to win, we go in trying to make peace. And now remember, Paul is, this is all in the context of keeping, protecting the unity of the church. Right? 
Whenever we have differences in the church, in our families, what if we all went with the spirit of peace? Would that change the church today? Right? Would that change our church today? Right? Instead of trying to win, instead of trying to be right, what if we wanted peace? And then there are three more things that Paul goes to talk about. The first is faith. Faith, it seems very obvious. But he says, yes, put up the shield of faith so that, excuse me, it, it can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the enemy. Faith. How much faith do we have in God every day? God has faith in us. Do we have faith in ourselves? Do we have faith in God? Right, and faith, if we think about it, faith needs two things. It needs commitment. And it needs trust. Right, it needs a commitment to God that no matter what happens, I'm still going to be faithful to God. I'm still going to trust in God. Right, to know that He has the power to pull me through this battle, this struggle that I'm going through right now. Right, this takes faith. Especially when we're weak. And vulnerable and tired. Right, when the arrows come, it's, it's, just, it's just so easy to get hit. Boom, 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 boom. But Paul says the best defense in that situation is your faith in God. It's your commitment and trust in the God that created this world and created you that He will pull you through this. And then two more things related to faith. Right? One is salvation. 
In salvation, we usually think of salvation as that moment we, we receive Christ. And, and that's not wrong, but usually when Paul talks about salvation, it's an ongoing salvation. Right, it's that future salvation when everything, when Jesus is going to come again and everything is going to be perfect. And when we receive Jesus, that salvation, that future salvation becomes ours now in the present. And so we have been saved once. Right, when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, but then we are now every day being saved as well through Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ. And so Paul says that believe that that is the fact, that is the truth right now. Right, so no matter what you're going through, when you are weak, when you are vulnerable, know that your salvation is secure. That the God who saved you is saving you right now as well. And the last is, is the gospel, the word of God. And this, Paul says, is the sword of the Spirit. Right? Is, if faith is your strongest defense, then the sword of the Spirit is the best offense. The, the sword, the word of God, is the best offense. Right, when Jesus Christ was tempted three times, in the very beginning of his ministry, he combated Satan three times with the word of God. Right, the serpent in the garden, he attacked the weakest point, which was the word of God. He twisted the word of God, and that's how sin came into the world. How are we standing in the Word of God? How are we doing every day in our daily lives? How are we immersing ourselves in the Word of God? Right, the truth that we talked about in the beginning. 
How much are we immersing ourselves in the truth? Because if we're not, we're deceiving ourselves with things that are not truth or lies. Because one of the easiest weapons the, the devil has are lies. And sometimes, sad but true, it's much easier to believe the lie than it is the truth. Right, when someone says, you're not worthy, I don't like you, it's so easy to keep that so long than the fact that someone says, I love you. And so it's so important to repeat scripture in your mind daily to fight offensively against the strategies of the devil. So this is Paul's six-point plan on how to defeat the plans of the devil. And this is, Paul says, a power from God that is available to us every day. Right? It's not from us, it's not our strength, but this is a gift from God, a grace from God that He gives to us every day. Right? God has left us in this world, not just abandoned and left on our own. He gives us ways to live in this world with our weaknesses to overcome them. Not on our strength so that we get the glory, but by God's strength so God gets the glory. And so I'm not I don't know what what you know maybe it's hard to work all six points every day. But maybe just maybe pick one, pick one or two this week that you can work on to have a plan of attack. Right? How is your faith? How do you strengthen your faith with the Word of God? How are you in Scripture every day? 
例えば信仰,信仰を御言葉によってどうやって包めるかとでどうやって御言葉に日々親しむことができるかとか例えば例えば2分でも5分でも聖書の御言葉に親しむ時間をと取るというか、right? How many minutes do you spend brushing your teeth? Let's try to spend as much time, that, 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 that much time, just every day, just reading scripture. Like you can even have it playing, just audio, like in the background. Right, or, or the audio Bible. You, you can.、Uh-huh. Right, because after all, it, it was being spoken in, first in the churches. Right, so maybe on the train, you know,、uh, many of us commute at least maybe 10, 15 minutes a day, every day. Spend that time. Right, or I don't know, when you're washing the dishes, or maybe you have waterproof Bibles,、so、you, you can do it in, in, the, in the shower or something. <laughs> Be creative. Right, just make a plan, whatever it is, right, your own personal plan. It's going to look very different for each of us. Make your own personal plan so that we can attack, we can be offensive and defensive with the power of God. So that we can proclaim unity not only in our relationships at work, in, in our families, but especially in the church. And then, when the world sees that, sees the church acting in that way, then God's glory can be seen in the world. Amen. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for your power. The power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is available to us here today. That power that already defeated Satan on the cross is available to us today. We put our faith in the Jesus that died for us and rose again. May that faith extinguish all arrows from the enemy this week. But may you also strengthen us every day through your word, Jesus. May you remind us to be in your word every day this week. 
Whether it be just one sentence, one verse, or five minutes. As we do so, may you be strengthened by your power. To keep the unity in the church. In our families and in our workplaces. May we be the light to this world, Lord. We as individuals and we as the church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.